David. I'm Emily. And I'm still hosting for this series of episodes because, unfortunately, as we mentioned last week, Jonathan is unavailable due to unforeseen circumstances and we record two weeks at a time. Jonathan will be back very soon. This week, we're going to be talking about what is perhaps one of the biggest themes in modern board games, Mm -hmm. zombies. Absolutely. They are all over the place. Not just board games, you know, TV series, movies, books, comic books. I feel that every month there is some new hyped up zombie thing that's or something that's so close to zombies it may as well be zombies yeah pretty much i mean a lot of people would probably say that this theme is at this point it's flogging a dead horse really to bring more out i would say some good content still comes out but unfortunately zombies have hit that point now where i think the majority of the content probably isn't so great yeah it, it really has hit that point of like people are thinking like what do people like and what will get people's attention and the answer is zombies it's true and i mean there's been a lot of variations on them over Hmm. the years i suppose i mean what is a zombie is a fair question at this point because it was slow lumbering brain eating thing until 28 days later came out and at which point all of a sudden they're charging at you down the street at a rate of knots and they're terrifying oh my goodness yes god i (laughs) i I cannot do zombie movies. I, I, I retain, cannot do it. No, I, I'm not that big on them, but I do love that one. Inexplicably, I, I enjoy them very much, like, um, plot-wise, if that makes sense. Like, right. conceptually. Conceptually, zombies, I really enjoy them. I have no problem with them in, like, you know, uh, you know, comic book format or, you know, the written word. But there's something about, like, the visual of zombies that just, like, I cannot... I cannot deal with. I don't think I've ever gone further than the first like, 10 minutes of 28 Days Later. <laughs> I, I just like very aggressively shut my laptop every at the beginning of the, the, the scene in the church. Right. With like the priest. I cannot, I cannot do it. I cannot <laughs> do it. The funny thing being actually, I think for a Londoner, the first 10 minutes of mm. 28 Days Later is actually some of the most unsettling. Just because those those scenes of this desolate city with nobody in it. I've lived in London most of my life until I came here four or five years ago. And you never see London like that. Mm. And that was one of the best bits of filming. But anyway, we're getting... Well, we're on topic, but we're wavering at this point. So I think, you know, the point being that zombies are in media. Mm. And they are all over media. And they're over television and film and comic book. And they they really are ubiquitous. But they're also in board games. That's what we're here to talk about. Mm -hmm. So what is it about zombies that makes them a good theme for a board game or at least if not if not good at least a easy to apply theme for a board game well there i think one of the things is they're relatable are they (laughs) in the in the sense not that i know any personally but they are they're something that people are very familiar with Mm -hmm. now you know um, one of my favorite series of games is the call of cthulhu series Mm -hmm. that fantasy flight puts out and i love the lovecraftian universe and azathoth and nihilatotep and cthulhu and half the people listening to this podcast have absolutely no idea what i'm talking about but if i say the word zombie a light bulb comes on over most people's heads and they go oh okay yeah i know what we're dealing with mm-hmm. they might not know the context of the game but they're a very very familiar thing because they are all over media and that's, i think that makes them very true. obvious candidates and, and the thing about the zombies and zombie stories as well is that even though the details may change there's only so many sort of narratives they can have so yeah. it's not necessarily just a familiarity with like the theme but it's 
a familiarity with the possible story, you mm-hmm. know? And that's something that I find makes, you know, zombies a good theme for board games is they are the, the possibility for narrative, you yeah. know? Because you can't always get a good story out of a lot of the more popular themes for board games. I mean, you're thinking like, you know, like... Trading in the Mediterranean. Trading in the Mediterranean. <laughs> Which is, in board gaming terms, actually, probably the zombies of board games before zombies came along. Yeah, pretty but much. But it's... it's dry it doesn't have any kind of it doesn't have any meat to it and even even something that's you know like interesting and trendy like you know like space and Mm -hmm. like aliens sometimes it's just a coat of paint over pieces of cardboard well it has to be done well Mm -hmm. and actually i think that's also part of the problem with zombies is because they there is there are only so many paths that you can walk down with a zombie board game you need to do something really cool with it to make it pop Mm -hmm. and i think you really really need to hit something hard that is not necessarily unique, but done well enough yeah, that it stands that, out from the rest. And it speaks to people. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I would say the other thing that makes them great for board games is they're easy to hate and they're not a personality. A lot of people are not fans of killing in games or, you know, meeting out some kind of potentially arbitrary justice mm-hmm. on characters in a game. It's fine in perhaps something like Holt Express where you're shooting someone and they just fly backwards a- train carriage or something and they're not actually you know they're not dying but zombies there's almost something that gives them permission to be yeah they're just this kind of like gray writhing mass you know they have no personality they have no you know attachment absolutely and most people uh, much like me find them absolutely terrifying (laughs) and have zero issue with dealing them all sorts of uncomfortable Damage Absolutely. And acts of violence. So before we sort of run out of time for this one, let's just have a look at a couple of the sort of more accessible games that you can yeah. get at with zombies. And I think possibly the easiest that you could ever pick up that is zombie-themed is Zombie Dice. Mm-hmm. Not a lot of theme, but the theme is there. It's But this is, this is a very interesting concept, which is that you, the player, are the zombie. And you're eating brains. And you're eating brains. And trying not to get shot. What you're doing here is simply taking dice and rolling them, but then you can keep pushing on. You can draw more dice to fill yourself back up to three. You're always rolling three dice. You draw more of the dice that are there, and you can keep rolling them, and you can keep going as long as you want. And what you're rolling for, there's brains, and there's shotguns, and there's footsteps, right? Running away? That's the one, So yeah. you're So brains are points. Yeah. Um, shotguns are one step closer to you losing everything that you accumulated so far this turn yeah. and the footsteps running away allow you to escape a shotgun well, they're, blast? They're, no, they're essentially a blank side okay. of the die. Mm-hmm. Um, they, the, the dice are humans in this game. So if you roll a brain, you've caught that human and eaten its brain. Uh, if you get 13 brains, incidentally, you win. Baker's um, dozen of people. Absolutely. Uh, the footsteps represent that that person is still running. They're still getting away mm. from you, but you can still catch them. And that's why I say you draw up to three dice. Because mm. when you start to roll again, any footsteps don't get replaced. Because they're gone. Because mm. they're gone, and you're still rolling them because you're still trying to catch mm. that person. The shotgun blast means that person has just shot you with a shotgun. And if you get three of those, your turn is over. And any brains you accumulated that turn count for nothing. Mm. The thing with this one, why mm. I bring that up, is that you can say at any point, I'm stopping. And any brains you've collected that turn get banked, and you never lose them. So you can work up to 13. You don't have to get 13 all at once. But it's also, the trick with this one is you have three different colours of dice. And so the 
they all have two footsteps on them or two two footprints but the green dice have three brains and one shotgun and the red dice have three shotguns and one brain so you have that wonderful moment of well damn it i just drew two red dice and a yellow die and you know you're having a bad yellow is two of everything and you know you're having a bad day because your chances of rolling more shotguns is yeah, a lot Incredible. of like well-armed humans in this particular building you've <laughs> well, broken I, into. I see them as the military. Mm-hmm. The green ones are just your Civilians. bog standard civilian. The yellow ones are probably computer geeks who've played a lot of zombie games. Survivalists. Uh, they yes. know how to survive, but they they're not necessarily <laughs> equipped for it. And then the red ones are sitting in a tank. And you've got to get in that tank to eat them, and then they point a shotgun in your face when you do. Yeah, that's how I. But mm-hmm. this is this is one of the things I like is there is still theme in this game. Mm-hmm. It's just generated by the banter that comes up yeah. while you're playing. Yeah, it's just dice, and I think that's really indicative of how good of a theme zombies are. Mm-hmm. That literally playing with dice with three icons on it, you can still come up with all this story. Like I've played zombie dice multiple times, but I've never heard of the thought of like visualizing the dice as like people individual right. people right well everyone so, plays it differently yeah but that's 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 always i mean i'm always looking for the story in a game yeah. that's just one of the things i do and mm-hmm. i just think that that you can have it's like werewolf werewolf the story is entirely generated by the moderator and what the players do whereas in this it's entirely generated by what i say to you and mm-hmm. if i say to you well damn it i just drew two soldiers but that you know innocent civilian who's never seen a zombie film in their life is about to get chowed down on there's more to it than there is in just rolling three dice and Mm -hmm. seeing what happens Um, the other one that I I, I sort of feel is is very popular that uh, is worth mentioning is Last Night on Earth because now you have competitive zombie game and you're actually playing in teams against each other Mm -hmm. and I'm the zombies and me and my friend are zombies and you and your friend are playing humans trying to beat us and you're actually really fighting off against uh, you know the threat that's in front of you whichever side you happen to be on is this a game that you've played before? I haven't actually. Right. Nope, never played that one. Okay. Personally. It's an interesting game. You're playing in teams and you're basically trying to find uh, fuel and keys for a truck so that you can get away. There's a truck just sitting in the middle of this field and <laughs> your goal is to get there and escape, but you don't have everything you need mm-hmm. to get out. And so you spend a lot of your time running around and you're, you know, you're looking uh, in all the buildings in the area trying to find the things that you need, but all the time this sort of increasing swarm of zombies is coming onto the board Ugh. and creeping towards you and trying <laughs> to stop you from doing it. And that's the great thing is you've kind of got one team playing these powerful heroes who can you know, come along with their baseball bat or the shotgun they just picked up and take out the zombie that's in front of them, but then there's another zombie right behind it. So the zombie player has these sort of weak minions that he sends out, but there's loads of them. And it's this fascinating kind of play that gets a lot of people going if they're looking for sort of a competitive nature thing or Mm -hmm. if they want to work in teams specifically. Um, Because it's a game where it's designed, you know, if you're playing with four players, you want two zombie players and two human players and all that sort of thing. Mm. So it's balanced really, really nicely for groups. So if you find like a small-ish group that's looking for uh, something zombie-related that's a lot of fun, this can be a really good, not-too-complicated competitive game uh, that can really sort of get people's blood racing and you get that challenge of beating your friends that a lot of people really enjoy and want out of a game. Mm -hmm. Um, And you get to apply, you know, this theme, which, if you like it, is a really cool way of doing it. So that's it for an introduction to Zombies in Games, but join us again on Wednesday and we're going to talk in greater depth about some of those games and uh, and some of the ways that they're played. See you Wednesday!